Oh my god. <laughs> yes. So awkward. <laughs> so awkward. Um, I was supposed to open the podcast yes. and welcome everyone, and I decided to have a little dance party. <laughs> I was just doing my own thing, and I turned around, and everyone's looking at me to get us going. Well, welcome to the family podcast, Table Talk with Rookie's Family. We have five people in studio, Mom, Sophia, Gabe, Dad, myself, and then, of course, Matthew is on phone with us all the way from Boston. Matthew, you had a pretty nice day yesterday out there. Even better one today. Ah. I'm uh, staring outside to a 66 and sunny. How does that happen? Rude. It's so nice. It's very... You cannot get trapped, though. You can't. You yeah. have to remember, it's still January 12th, right? January 12th? Yeah. yeah. You don't, don't be thinking that you're going to, it's all springtime. So you have to, you got to keep your mind hard. Still, what fun. Yeah. Everyone must be out walking around the city. I've never seen more people outside. I believe it. Even during the summer, there's nowhere near this amount of people. Everybody's <laughs> just been cooped up. And so apparently everyone is just living outside now. Because this is such a gift. You know, everyone knows it's going away. So you kind of view this as, this is a gift. I've got to get out there and enjoy (laughs) it. It's like an epiphany moment. No, it's not. I went to the farmer's market yesterday, and you honestly couldn't move because there (laughs) were so many people. That same farmer's market we went to? Yeah, Haymarket. That's open year-round. Oh, it is? Yeah. They didn't have zucchini. Oh, that's Hmm. weird. Zucchini are abundant here. (laughs) No, we've got z- tons of zucchini here. Are you Not gonna, a single vendor. Are you going to make bomb zucchini meatballs? I don't know. I've made zoodles. <laughs> you need to make the zucchini. some sweet potatoes and some squash, and I'm going to zoodle those, too. Oh, zucchini meatballs are disgusting. <laughs> they're I really like good. No, they're not disgusting. They, they're uh, they disgusting. are different, but I expected a really dry... Uh, like more of a bread-like, I I liked them. Well, I don't know why you would expect that because <laughs> zucchini holds a lot of water, but it's very challenging to get enough water out of them in order to make the meatball. But I meant, I meant from the way they were presented when they came out of the oven. I thought they were going to be a... I oh. thought they were going to be dry, but they were they were yeah, not, and no. they had flavor. It's like salty I kind of wish that they were dry. I liked them crunchier. Well, I feel like if you put them in the oven for longer, you can make it longer. Then. Yeah, I just would like be... when things are crunchy. Well, I think also they were very moist. So, like if you were expecting to bite into a regular meatball that had meat, and you bit into this, it would be like, oh, it's a different consistency. I think McLaren was the only one that thought that because no one was like, oh, this doesn't seem like a meatball. But everything <laughs> McLaren's like it. it if you're thinking it's a meatball, it's not a meatball. It's like, thanks, I, it doesn't look like a meatball. I'm not thinking it's a meatball. You well, should... technically, it's a zucchini meatball. So but if, no, I, it's but not. not. It's listening. a zucchini ball because a meatball is made of meat. You didn't listen to what I was saying. So what other okay. balls do people know about? All right. Sophia. You should explain, Mom, what you did so people listening. Softball. Oh, we can post it. We'll post the Okay, recipe. but just give us a quick... You grate the zucchini and you mix it up with some ricotta cheese, an egg, breadcrumbs, spices. You have to drain it or you have to uh, get yeah, a lot of the, the moisture The biggest off. part is when you grate up the zucchini, you have to let it sit in the colander for a while. And then you put in a dish towel and just keep squeezing out the water. Okay. I, and that... It, I really did that for about 15 minutes. You made those? I saw the towel. Yes, yes Gabe. Gabe. 
Oh, now I feel yeah. bad. Yeah. Yeah, rude. you should. I really thought you were oh. pretty aggressive. I thought me. you bought them. <laughs> no. It, oh. No, I Pot made those, and it was also very difficult with my arthritic hands oh. to keep squeezing. Oh. In that case, they were very good. <laughs> Thank you, dear. <laughs> wow. A sycophant of the day, huh? <laughs> Is. All right. Well, anyway, so we had uh, that was eating healthy this week. That was kind of fun. Too bad you couldn't find zucchini, but I'm not feeling bad for you <laughs> that you had to go through the uh, farmer's market. And it was 66 degrees out. That's uh, that's pretty yeah. good deal. Yep. I wouldn't feel bad for me either. Um, huh. Sorry. I hate to open this debate again. I really, because I'm very anti this Pro debate. Pro or anti-Trump, what's calling us now? The date. N- the, it is the decade no. date. The oh decade boy. debate. No, no. We had a listener who emailed us, and this is from Keith. Keith's wrong. Um, no, 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 just wait. Keith said technically both sides are right. How because. Oh, no, no. Just wait. <laughs> he he really knows his stuff, and it's kind of some of it's over my head. But his first point is there's no year zero. So this would be Dad's argument. And essentially he says that because there is no year zero way back when, in order for our previous decade to consist of a full 10 years, our new decade has to start in 2021. Because if you go back to year one BC, and that year the sundial struck midnight, and the date January first in that year one AD, there was no year zero. So are you? How do we know that? Yeah, I can. Wasn't that the zero year going from yeah. BC to AD? What did, what was before one? At this point, why do people care? I don't it's just. That's right. Wait, let, 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 dates. let's hear the email because they're. So he's saying that if you, if you agree with dad that there is no year zero. Okay. Okay. Because this means that the first decade of the AD era was not completed until years one through 10 had fully passed, making the next decade start on January 1st, 11 AD. Okay. So that, that, right. That's my argument. That's your okay. argument. Okay. What is the However, other? and his next point says the 80s were the 80s, right? And mm-hmm. so this That's, would be everyone yes. else's debate. When yes. we talk about he's using the 80s as an example, mm-hmm. we mean 1980 to 1989. Yes. The Roaring Twenties, same thing. Yes. 20 to 29. Okay. Even though it's not mathematically correct, a decade starts with the year number of zero and ends in the number nine. <laughs> I am. So, I'm raising my clasped hands in, no, in no. victory. No, no. He's yes, saying. Left and he's right. saying that's that, against yours, right yes, there. Yes, that one is, was against yours. Right. Huh? That's, Dad just agreed with yeah, that. No, no. Oh, no. thank you. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm saying that second um, reasoning proves that mine was correct. Oh, God. okay. No. Let's not start this again. And I have thought about this actually a lot. But I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to talk about it. Well, so let's move on to the next one. to say one. something. You're on no. a podcast. But we do no. appreciate the email and feedback about yes. the topic. How yes. does Keith close it out? Thank you, Keith. Your dad says, is right. This seems to be one of those arguments where everyone gets to be right. Technically, the 80s didn't end until midnight on 12-31-1990. But when we talk about the era, we mean 
If you have a comment for us to tell us how stupid we are or how our math is off, <laughs> you just send it right through. Uh, what do you find us on Table Talk? And podcastfamily uh, at gmail dot com. Thank, thank you. you. Podcastfamily at gmail dot com. Everyone's face went into panic. <laughs> okay, I just want to say that this week we also celebrated Gabriel's oh, yeah. birthday, and he uh, is have. fifteen now. Yep. Yay, Gabe! Thank you. He's gonna be driving. Soon, right mm-hmm. around the corner. We'll try yes. to let you know when he's out on the roads, people. Yes. Um, but anyway, we did something really fun, and I know we already posted a photo, I believe, yes. on social media, yep. and you can check that out probably if you didn't see it. But we went to a local restaurant, and they had the outdoor domes, they call them, I think, not igloos, but it kind of looks like an igloo. Mm-hmm. Like a bubble. Yeah. Yeah, and we had dinner in one of those, and it was really fun. Highly recommend that people search those out and do it. Maybe don't go when it's 12 below like we did the other night, uh, but it was still well, warm was and fine. cozy. No, I, I was yeah. not cold at all. No, we all had our jackets off. It was uh, it was really fun. Yeah, it was super fun, and their atmosphere inside, it's so nice. They give you a, a speaker that you can hook up your phone to, the lights you can hook up your phone to. They have blankets. Games. Yeah. It was really cool being Cozy. at a restaurant and yet you were alone with just our family. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was fun. I would like to do that one more time. We were saying when we got there that we felt very self-important. Like we yeah. were on top of the world because we had this own space at the restaurant. Surrounded by peasants. Yes, I believe them. No, I think they're the podcast yeah. family. They're coming in. Yes, right here. It I didn't know funny. if it was peasants or peasants, so I took a chance there, and I was right. Because people inside the restaurant then are like, well, where are they going? And then they are watching you in the igloo from inside the restaurant, and it is kind of a weird feeling, but you do like feel, yeah, we're, we're McLaren cool. McLaren was loving it. I was loving it. McLaren life. loves attention yeah and wants so to be mean. like cutting edge and what's up we're the we're the hippest yes i do like that also i would like to mention in january i had my 19th and a half birthday on january 5th so Happy not half. to take away your mm-hmm. shine game but i also had a birthday moment in january and well, January. Oh, how does it feel? What do you, no you one, feel I mean, said anything to me, but I should have made it a bigger deal. You have to. So I learned next year that I'm going to have a party. Wait till you see what happens June 23rd. I got, mm-hmm. Sophia informed me of this today, I got my first level two detention at my grade school Ooh. two years ago. Today. What but, was it for? Um, Smoking? You know? Yeah, what'd you do? That, uh... Well, we are wrongly of, accused. I will say that. Right. We Always were. wrongly accused. It was. And we broke a pew in mass, but it was on accident. Oh. So you weren't wrongly accused. You actually broke the pew. No, yes. The, the pew was broken, or the kneeler was kneeler. broken. But we didn't try and broke. break the kneeler. It broke, and then we started to die laughing. Oh, right. Oh. It was probably more to do with your reaction to the fact that yeah. it broke yeah. instead I, of saying, it's funny. <gasps> Mrs. It's, whoever was your teacher, I'm so sorry that the kneeler broke when we all kneeled on it. It's, it's one of the times where it's like, 
it was, I was sitting next to my friend, and me and my friend at this point, we're, we were two big boys. <laughs> we were and, two big boys. Um, well, I, that wasn't. I'm sure that had some factor, but I don't know. Huh. And now I don't know what I was going to say. The kneeler oh, just yeah. gave out. Yeah, the kneeler just gave out. And it's when you're in mass, everything is a hundred times more funny. Yes. Than, yes. If it was like Toots not during funny. mass. Sorry, yeah. And we were, just, we were just there. It wouldn't have been that funny, but it was mass. Like you can't talk. You can't look at each other. You can't laugh. Toot. You can't toot. Yeah. Mass no. giggles are the worst. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the worst is when you're an altar boy and you get the giggles and you're doing a funeral. Oh, that, that is, yeah. that is that really hard. Not that, into being an if you're up there and something happens and <laughs> you start to giggle and people are crying, and there is no escape. You yeah. are praying for the repose of that soul, but also trying to not to. <laughs> Yeah. It's really well, that so happened once awful. or twice. Because once you hear the person next to you start to giggle a little bit, 100%. then it's just contagious and you cannot control it. It might not even be a toot, it might be like stomach gurgling. Oh my God. They know lunch is next. Yeah. <laughs> you'll make, you'll make eye contact with someone and you'll be like, Oh God, like or in our eighth grade year we sat with the we sat with the second graders and the kid next to me was with one of my friends. And he had a cuddling problem. <laughs> so he said he next to the wrong guy. He would oh he would try to like cuddle my friend and my friend did not like kids. He's like, get this away. And get he was yeah. He would like curl up next to him and like lay on him. <laughs> He'd sit there like I don't know what to do and <laughs> That's when you just need to run out of there and you cover your mouth like, like you're gonna go throw up. Oh. oh Lord, yeah, mass was. Uh, yeah, Father Jingo would probably say you should pay attention to what uh, what's going on during the mass, but sometimes you get a little distracted. Wow. Okay. Uh, where, how do we get to that? Oh, know. level two detention yeah. from Gabe. Yep. Because Sophia was going on a rant about herself. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll steal the show. Um, my article today talks about Prince Harry and Meghan Markle leaving the British royal family. Mm. So tomorrow, uh, January 13th, Prince Harry is going to be meeting with some of the members of the British royal family, including Charles and William and Queen Elizabeth, to talk about them exiting. Wow. Wait, who's leaving the family? Prince Harry and Meghan Markle have left the royal family. No way. No, no, no. Let me. No, stop. They have stepped back from their royal duties. Wow. They want, essentially, I think she might not be enjoying this as much, and she wants to be. No, it's him. Free. I think it's both of them. From the article. You killed my my mom. I don't want you to kill my wife, too. Oh. I I have not seen that. Yeah, wait, where did you. That's not a quote, but that's what his (laughs) interview was. One of the interviews he did was basically like, the British tabloids are so ruthless. Look what you did to my mom. I'm not letting that happen to my family. Okay. I thought he said that to the queen. He Me said too. It to the media. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Is the queen his grandma? The queen. the queen's got to go. She sucks. Oh, the queen Well, is those are tough grandma. words. She's just, she's lousy. She's a hundred years old. old. Well, here's what you have to think of. This is, this is all she knows. This is how she was raised. And, um... Yes, there's certain proper uh, 
protocol to follow, and that's the only thing she knows. So when somebody says, I don't want this, she's she's going to be offended, number one. She's going to be sad, and she's probably going to try to uh, to fight it a little bit. Well, like, uh, what was in the well, crown? Who left? Um, her brother or somebody left. I don't watch left. the crown. Uh, and then he came back. He wanted to come back, and she's like, well, you you left. Well, so they don't I think it was anything. her father's brother. Wasn't it? Maybe that was it. Maybe that was it. And he was supposed to be the king, and he stepped back, and then okay. she was forced to become the queen at a very young very age. Very young age. I think that's a different. I, I also think that's completely different. Like if he was in line for the throne, exactly. that's way different than he's never going to have the throne. He'll like he's not in. He's not even. He's very no. far down the line. Yeah. So they said this is a quote from one of their friends. That they want to step back and become financially independent, so they don't want to take money from <laughs> their royal family, and they so want to get in a job. They want to oh. split their time between the United Kingdom and North America. Um, it says this geographic balance will enable us to raise our son with an appreciation for the royal tradition into which he was born, but also providing our family with the space to focus on the next chapter. So. I also like that what they're calling this Megxit. <laughs> Megxit, yeah, that is, That's I didn't amazing. hear that. Right now, he is Prince Harry is sixth in line for the throne. Who's first? George. Uh, Charles. Oh, goes Charles. He's gonna die. William, Thank George, you. Charlotte, Louis, and then Harry. Yeah, and because then of course all of William's kids come before. Before, him. yep. Wild. Right, and then of course when you roll her Wild. down, you get uh, number fifty-four, James Ogilvy, who probably you know <laughs> goes to the bar and says, "Well, you know, I'm in line to the throne. I'm number sixty-four. <laughs> we wipe, they're all wiped out at a picnic. I'm all set to go." <laughs> also, going along with this, the Wax Museum has removed Harry and Meghan from the royal display. They oh will, my gosh! They okay. will still be displayed in the Wax Museum, but they will no longer get to stand with in america the royal family no, they have one there too they're part of the family right yeah, yeah. But, weird. but remember over there the the throne is multiplied by 500 what we have here we pay attention they are absolutely uh infatuated with it and they don't leave it alone so, well, but part of it is they have an investment in this family. True. You know, like people were mad because, you know, they're saying two years ago, we just paid for your wedding. Right. Yeah. Right. And now you're turning around and you're not going to do anything for us. Well, also, too, it says on Saturday, Meghan Markle inked a deal with Disney, which will also help the organization Elephants Without Borders. But there is nothing that's been leaked about what she signed with them for just that she has a deal on the table See, with Disney. See, and I, I think that's part of it. She is an established woman on her own. Yeah. Um, she's not a young girl. She didn't come into this fresh out of college. She had a career. She's given up a lot for this, and now she has the husband. She has the baby. But she still wants to be her. Right. Yeah. She's not a royal. This hasn't been her life. I also think that it says a lot about Harry, though, the fact that, like, he's he obviously really loves her to say, you know what, yeah, we can step back. If you're that unhappy, I love you, and we can step back, and we can do this. I love the fact, and I, I attribute that to his mother, Princess Diana, uh, who was one of the first to shield these boys from 
that upbringing, and that's why the queen was so annoyed by her because she didn't follow all of the protocol. She followed protocol, but not all of it. And then when Charles, uh, when they got divorced, you know, then Diana was more. I'm really just going to be try to be regular and not have to follow these rules. Diana's style also, though, is just unreal. Her outfits are goals. Sophia, people went head over heels he, for her in all across the world. But like, even when she wasn't trying, like she's just like effortlessly gorgeous in every outfit she was the, in. The other thing is, I don't even know why the Brits would be angry about Megan not being happy there because they've done everything they can to, to make her, her unhappy. Yeah. I mean, she can't do anything That's right. True. And they are attacking. And then all her family drama, everyone's always on her back for, oh, you, all of this. When Who really knows what happened? Because you're not in their family and you hear one thing and I know her dad's crazy. But, yeah, they have not been welcoming to her at all. So so easy for us to stay sitting across the pond. Yes. <laughs> but but I, that being I, said, we'd like to come and visit there anytime. Ultimately, let them be. If, I mean, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't affect me. But if they want to leave... Go right ahead. I watch Suits. I love Meghan Markle on it. So that's where my position stands. All right. That sounds like a plan. Thank you. Am I next? Nope. Yeah, Matthew. Yeah. It's yeah, Matthew. it's you. Okay, perfect. Um, my, uh, I picked an article, and this is very surprising. It has to do with uh, longevity and uh, how long you live, shortened lives. Uh, of course, smoking and obesity have an impact on how long people live. But researchers at the University of California, San Diego School of Medicine, just sent out a study looking into loneliness in elderly adults. And what they noticed is uh, there appeared to be an, an epidemic of loneliness among adults and, of course, senior living, retirement communities, and they wanted to find out, you know, how does this impact everybody? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, according to the study, 85% of the interviewed residents reported moderate to severe levels of loneliness. But they say loneliness rivals smoking and obesity hmm. in its impact and shortening lives, uh, one of the uh, Dr. Philip Jesty said. It's a growing public health concern, and it's important that we identify the underlying causes of loneliness from the senior's own perspective so we can resolve it and improve the overall health, well-being, and longevity of our aging population. Um, it goes on to give more stats and, and so forth. Uh, some, he also said loneliness is subjective. Different people feel lonely for different reasons despite having opportunities and resources for socialization. There is not a size fits uh, one size fits all a topic. Um, hmm. That being said, it really, uh, you know, grandpa, our, my dad, you know, lives alone and uh, he lives in a senior living place and we were – we were just we were texting back and forth yesterday during the football game, and he was a little he got a little aggressive. Uh, he, I don't think he's listening to this podcast. I don't know if he listens. I showed him how to do it. I don't know, but I'm not speaking ill of him. This is just fact. And I attribute his aggressiveness yesterday to uh, being lonely, being by himself watching the game. Um, you know, I visited him a couple times last week and dropped some stuff off for him and. He's always he's always happy and cheerful, but I think. But I think too, um, for people, and I know that you said it's different for everyone. But I feel like um, we, as kids, think that they're living in this building full of people, and they can go to the social area, and but 
that doesn't solve loneliness for everyone because a lot of people are lonely if they don't have their family. Yeah. Mm. And it's family that makes you feel less alone. The, the you know, friend or acquaintance doing a puzzle is someone there, but it, it doesn't it doesn't feed your soul. Like you could be in a room That's crowded, full of people, but still feel really lonely. That's very and I true. Think also, with the whole family components, because your family knows so much about you mm-hmm. and like knows your interests and can ask you all these questions. Where if you are old and maybe your mind is kind of slipping a little bit, and you're trying to make, become friends, what can you remember about them? You know, you don't really know a lot about where they've come from, unless you're meeting pretty much around the clock and you are together inseparable. Right. Or you're surrounded by people that are, like, eating the puzzle pieces or something. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, Matthew, what about you? You came. You went well, from living with five people in a busy household, and you're not living alone, but you're living, you know, with uh, Brannick and you're alone at work. Do you feel maybe you're too busy and don't think about it to be lonely? See, I, I'm also a person that's like, I don't mind being alone. Like if I, I could live without a roommate too. Like I don't really need, I don't know. I don't, I feel like I don't need like too much human interaction. Obviously you guys will take it like, Oh, that means you don't miss us. Yeah. Like, no, but I thrive when I I'm know, alone. I, I, I feel like it gets, I know I'm still like around people all day and I have people to talk to that know me and whatnot. I can see being in a, like an old person's home where people don't necessarily like know you or know your family or know your background. It's a whole different thing. Even if you have one person that has like a general sense of who you are, where you came from, mm-hmm. I think that it goes a long way. Cause I mean, mm-hmm. I have like Brandon and Haley and whatnot out here, but well, that's... because I have a, a reputation with them. Whereas if you were just in a home, with no one that knows you, I feel like that would just heighten it a lot more. And you also, you're you're working though, so I mean, I guess yeah, that's I, a that's a major difference. So it's not really comparable, I guess. That was unfair of me because, you know, a grandpa he doesn't he watches westerns and he does puzzles and he'll he'll read and then he'll hop on his scooter and go to the store and that's you know that's his day. Yeah. Every day, I, there's no weekend. You know, that's there's um. At, at University of St. Thomas, there's a kid. He's a year or two younger than me. He, uh, I met him through the entrepreneurship school, though. His business was it was a virtual reality business, and his his like mission essentially was help old people with dementia and help old people with loneliness. Okay. So he would essentially bring systems and sell systems to I think that's how it works. Sell systems to like nursing homes, uh, and people old people's like family members and whatnot. So say an old person lives in, he, one of his examples was an old person lives in Minnesota, but her family is in, or she grew up in Florida or something. Okay. They can have like a space mapped in Florida like and create it into a virtual reality thing. So she can like experience it again in the virtual reality and be able to see that and be able to see Interesting. places she had been in her past or, places she had lived stuff like that where it helps with dementia because it like i guess keeps things familiar right and then it also just helps people kind of connect with where they came from but it was a cool business uh and i think he's still doing it i don't remember what it's called his name's enzo Hmm, that is cool the the tech and the old people are all like whoa what (laughs) (laughs) yeah the training process would be pretty funny here put these on and then what do i do oh wow um 
Well, that's it's just I never thought about loneliness. It's obviously a sad thing, but um, shortening your life though is really. I mean, that's when it becomes yeah. serious if they're comparing that with smoking and obesity. Well, because I think it you give up. Yeah, like, there's no gosh, reason if you don't sad. if you don't have anyone that, like I said before, feeds your soul and you living for gets you. You just give up. Exactly. What's the point? It is tough because it is very subjective. It's not like, hey, if you're smoking, stop smoking. Yeah. Right. For obesity, be healthier. Right. But it's like loneliness. I mean, what are you going to – it's not like an easy fix. And like I said in that article, it's subjective too. People are lonely for different reasons. Well, and what makes it hard is if you do have family, they have their own life and are doing a million things, and then it's hard for them to always get to see you. I mean, Grandpa lives pretty close to us, but that's also factored in like, oh, my gosh, how do you – I mean, yeah, you can make time, but, like, if you have a busy schedule, it's a hard thing to do. Well, look at Grandma. I mean, Grandma lives alone but is constantly busy. So I I don't uh, yeah. she doesn't ever seem to be lonely. I feel like an ideal situation though is for one of the kids to have the parents live at their house when they're older. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Sophia volunteered well, to I have agree. mom or dad. I, I agree. I'll be I'm dead. in the clear. I don't know. Well, I mean, and hire maybe like a caretaker once they're very old and need that type of medical assistance, but. Change my diaper. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Nope. No. We're gonna we're, we're calling someone. <laughs> but I don't that. know. I feel like that could. I don't know if it would help with keeping things familiar. Mm-hmm. But, well, but like mom so. said, also if you have family or extended family, not just your you know puzzle uh, group, uh, to have somebody that you have a <laughs> connection with uh, will always you know make that loneliness go away. But I, I also in a lot of cultures you care for your elderly and they do live with your family yes, once you're right it's just us as americans we take <laughs> our old people and shove them in the old folks home and then yeah. a lot of times right. forget it's like about you them. raised me but now but it's if, my time to if do. you look at an asian culture they are taking care of their elders oh, yeah. a lot of times their elders live with them and they're really good about that our culture as americans we're not good about that no i agree i would agree with that and i've seen that uh, at the airport too where the uh you know the the Hmong families that, and they live forever too. So yeah, you know yeah. it might be the ninety five year old Hmong grandma that can't walk or speak a lick of English, but they're all still they got four or five people doting over her. Yeah, so look at her. Can look. you teach us any Hmong, Dad? Matthew, no. Uh, Gaman means thank you. He's been Gaman. walking around the house saying that all morning. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's bad. <laughs> He literally thinks he's, like, fluent. Total fluency. Total fluency. I'm, <laughs> I'm adding uh, French, Russian, a uh, little Polish, and now Hmong to my... Oh, uh, my God. Russian. All right. Well, I have a question for Mom and Dad. Oh, no. That's a scary. Yeah. It is kind of scary. How well, big are I'm your not, poop? I'm not guaranteeing an answer. Okay. Well, it is... What has been your most difficult parent moment? Like, what's been, like, your hardest, like, moments where you're, like... I don't know. Well, Difficult when you're a parent. As the owner of a dog, when he poops inside the house. <laughs> <laughs> difficult parent moment. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, wow, is that ever a difficult question? Yeah. No, I, I mean, we it's um, um, I, I can, I personal can, for people. I can't think of a specific. Ooh, well, make it. I can't think of a specific event. Uh, but yeah, any time 
any time that we had to, you know, ground you or, or punish any of the kids. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> when was the time you grounded one of us? <laughs> or said, no, you can't go. Or well, that's happened. Anytime you were disciplined yeah. uh, was ex- was difficult because in the back of your mind, you didn't want to do it. You, hey, you, you either were warned and you did it anyway or for some reason you you crossed whatever line it would be, and to say uh, you can't go to your friend's house as a result of you, whatever, saying something or doing something was always difficult because you never wanted to be mean to your kids. You always wanted your kids to be happy and have fun and and get to do all the social events that they wanted to do. And whenever we couldn't do that, it was never with, ha-ha, we got them. It was always like, Damn! Why did they do that? So I had to do this yeah. as a result of that, and then the guilt is just. I would say for me, it's it's more been focused on if there was a health issue, like you know, Gabe when he drank the tiki oil, or the surgeries, or uh, Sophia's concussion senior year. Yes, none of that applies to me. That's all Fake stuff concussion. that it's kind of out of our control. Yes. Yeah. And you're not 100% sure what you're doing. Right. And you, it can be scary as a parent because you're the one in charge. You, you're supposed to know what you're doing. I mean, this is funny because this was, I was going to ask you a question of how do you know? I, I'm not pregnant or anything. I feel like it's like I'm trying to get like information yeah, about yeah, like. Turn what? the mics off. Why would you say that? <laughs> because I'm just saying. Hey everyone's uh, looking at me because I'm just trying to get like parenting well, things. Talking. But because I was wondering about. I don't know. I just feel like, how do you know how to parent? Because there's no... Did you guys read books or something? I'm going to be a terrible parent. Trust your mom's gut. No, I did the ECFE classes, which I would think should be a law. Yeah, I'm for that. Parents today need to educate themselves when they have children and learn how to parent. Yes, there are... I I think that's a huge fault, um, and that's probably... Part of what's wrong with our education system and our schools, there's nothing wrong with the schools. They've got the tools. They've got the educated teachers. The problem is they have no support at home for these kids. And the kids at home, they don't know. The the parents, I mean, don't know how to be parents. Yeah. Yes, you're, you're correct. You can see that in all sorts, of, whether you're at the mall, whether you're out in public, you can tell who does not have any parenting skills because of the way they might um, grab that, uh, come on, Fred, we're coming, you're going this way, and grabbing the arm, and just no um, you see verbal all the, You skills. see it all the time. So I think that, yes, it's your job as a parent to educate yourself. Yeah. And go with your gut. If your gut says, hmm, something's not right here, I need to go talk to, again, our the way we have lived our life or raised you guys is, you pretty much can do almost anything j- until you lose the benefit of the doubt. Once you lose the benefit of the doubt, we have to guide you, not because we're trying to punish you, but get you on the right track. If you're coming in at 2 a.m., we're going to say, uh, we, you can't do that anymore. We, you know, you've got to come home at a decent time, or we need to know where you are. Or you know, None of you guys are smokers. Uh, I'm pretty sure when you turned 21, that was your first drink. Um, and you haven't tasted it yet, Sophia, so that's right. good, right? Yeah. Uh, so it's just it's just going with your gut, and we've been very lucky because you can have a whole bunch of money, and you can have zero money, and it doesn't matter. There's kids that just get off track, and 
when you have friends that do that, your heart goes out to those parents. You want to say, you can't say anything, but you want to just go, I, I wish I could help you. Because essentially wish. you're kind of winging it. I know I can't yeah. say that word. Yeah, but. I love how you say winning it. Winning it. Are you winning? winning. It's win- Are you there's winning no, that parenting? Yeah, there is no book chapter, but uh, go with your mom's gut. She's pretty good at, uh, yeah. and she does. She All can't right. be fooled. I'm glad because what are you hiding, when Matthew? my kids do something bad, I'm just gonna give them the mom and dad, and it's like, oh, it sucks to suck. <laughs> just give them Adam an orange. Boy. Give them an orange. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, Matt won't need any of that. Does that answer your question? Yes. You weren't yes, looking for a specific you. event. Yeah. When you no. were cutting Gabe's arm off, no, and we I caught just you. No, I wanted general like that. Okay. Cutting my arm off yeah, when he was a baby. Should have done it. All right. Well, mine sort of has to do with bad parenting. <laughs> um, an electric sign. So, you know, there's signs that when there's construction saying, like, road closed yes. or don't go this way, go that way. Mm-hmm. An electric sign in Kentucky captured the attention of drivers when it had a request to send nudes. Oh, what? Um, the... <laughs> What? Okay. The Kentucky Transportation Cabinet confirmed the sign at the side of the Kentucky Route 92 in Whiteley County was hacked. So someone went over Sweet. and they stopped their car on the side of the road and they just have a password that you can put the password in and then you can change the sign to whatever you want. <laughs> so they changed the sign to send news. That is so That's funny. hilarious. What? I think they're fairly easy to hack. Yeah, they said that. It's just a simple password, so you figure out the password. It's not. Yeah. What a way to go through life, though, wasting your time trying to hack into the pack. <laughs> How do you figure out so a you... password? It's, you'd hack you it. Run, it. run a program that figures it out. Mm. Right. It's not you just going, maybe it's tree. No, <laughs> yeah. maybe no, it's no. house. That's what's funny in my head. Me too. Yeah. I'm like, how do you just randomly decide this is what I'm going to try? You'll run a program that'll run, like, millions of combinations, and, and eventually you'll get it. Are you speaking from experience here? No, I've never done it. <laughs> I just have to – I just can't be exposed to someone doing it to me. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, I've got just kind of a fun thing. I know, Matthew, you and Brannick do a thing where you pick a word. Uh, that you're unfamiliar with and try and use it during the day. Dorks. Word of the week. Yeah, I think that's really fun. So this is um, kind of a, a list of some of the best words ever. Hmm. And the challenge is to see if you can use two or three in a sentence. But uh, they're all kind of fun words, I think. Bamboozled. Oh, I, like I think they're word. all kind of old. Yeah, old wasn't it Richard word, Hatch? Words, too. Wait, what do we have to do with that now? Use it in a sentence. You are bamboozling like me with what you're life. saying right now. Discombobulated. I am very oh, discombobulate, yeah. discombobulated <laughs> okay. with what you're saying. What? You have to use it in, like, real life. That is a real life. Like, I'm discombobulated <laughs> with what Mom's trying to do. Caddy Wampus. Do. I don't know what that is. I don't is. know what that is. Some what? of them are... Bunkport. Yeah, right. Malarkey. Uh, you're full of malarkey with that yeah. uh, Viking uh, uh, game yesterday, saying yeah. they were great. Brouhaha. Brouhaha. So, yeah, that's like a that real one. word. Brouhaha. All those people together uh, having some fun was a total brouhaha. Brouhaha. Skedaddle. 
Skedaddle, skedoodle. That used to be a popular word. I guess. I've used that's that. That's what we do. We all skedaddle before we leave home for the podcast. Yep. Yeah. Miss Anne. Doohickey. Ooh. That's a little, a little doohickey, doohickey you got there. <laughs> After smoking on the couch, <laughs> I had dual hickeys. <laughs> you're disgusting. <laughs> if you're persnickety, you might not have a doohickey. What? <laughs> persnickety. What? Oh, Matthew <laughs> likes this one. What not? What not? Or what oh, not? That's a Matthew You phrase. use that all the time. Every other yeah. sentence is or what not. He does use that. Gobsmacked. Never heard of that. I've been gobsmacked. gobsmacked. <laughs> okay, this is a hard one. Flibber the gibbet. Flibber the gibbet. Flibber the gibbet. Is this gibbet? Oh, yeah, is this English? Is this allowed? Is this allowed? This one I've never heard of. Tenter hooks. Nope. Tenter hooks. Never heard of that. Poppycock. Ooh, oh, what? Well, we've got some of that at home. Ew. <laughs> okay. Ew. A whippersnapper. Hey, young this is whippersnapper. weird. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm confused. Are you flabbergasted? Yes. Uh, you are? Yes. Uh, oh, my God. I love I that I think word. you are. I'm flabbergasted. Shenanigans. You guys, McLaren likes shenanigans. She always I is like love that. shenanigans. Stop your shenanigans. Yes. Lollygag. I yeah, have heard of game. that. Do you know what a whippersnapper is? It's no. a young kid. A yeah. young and inexperienced person considered to be presumptuous or overconfident. So that's Sophia. A whippersnapper. Yeah. Uh, I said Molly. Ah, uh, kerfuffle. 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 Yeah, yeah. It's quite a kerfuffle. Huh. Nincompoop. You nincompoop. Agastasgloop. Agastasgloop. Great really big greedy nincompoop. nincompoop. <laughs> Come on, they cry. Pumpernickel. The right. They're shooting up, up the pipe. Pump my right. children. Okay. All right, girls. That was the remake. Agastasgloop. <laughs> Thingamajig. I why, use that. Why do people? Are there? They're yeah. almost <laughs> done. Endless list. Matthew's like, shut up. Wait. Hey, don't say shut up. That's not I hope Grandpa's listening. What's I'm it? I'm going to make Grandpa listen to this podcast. What's it? What's it? What's it? What's, What's it? It's one word. What's, What's it? What's it That's it right, Gabe. What's it all about? What you call it? That's a what you call it. I use that. It's a yeah. great name for a candy bar. No, it's Flamoxed. No. Flamoxed? Flamoxed? Yeah. Flamoxed? I don't know that Sounds like you're something, a part of your esophagus. This can be a problem sometime. Dingleberry. Ew, mom. What the heck, mom? Ew. Uh, you need a little more. Uh, you got to hide your dingleberry over why there. Is that a, uh, why is that a problem? Next one. Google it. <laughs> Gobbledygook. Mom. Oh. All right. This you is, are uh, such a dork. What are these again? Top phrases of. Canoodle. Okay. Who's next? Yeah. She's going what off her rocker. Everyone's like exiting up. off of this podcast right now. <laughs> oh, do you want to know? My, uh, oh my god! Last week, for word of the week, the dogs had that issue. Yes, Matthew, I would love to know that. Last week we had the word spelt. S V E L T E. Yes. Yeah, spelt. spelt. What, Matt? Means spelt. Spelt. Elegant. It means what? Slender and elegant. Yes, yeah, very spelt. very spelt. That's like me. Why are you looking at Wait, me so surprised? Do you want to know what? In my tutoring, that's a French word. Yes. And I was doing that with my client, and we had to look it up because I'd never heard it before. I oh, can really? translate yes. it. Yes. I can translate it. No, Dad. Svelte. 
This is the Mandela no, effect, man, I believe. You say it very weird. <laughs> I don't. I'm, I'm fluent in yeah, French. You Svelte. pronounce Svelte. it. Svelte. You're not fluent in French. Svelte. You're not fluent, Dad. Je suis le meilleur. Oui. Ferme la bouche. Ferme la gauche. <laughs> All right. I do have an article. <laughs> that's All a right, hell of a thing does? to say to your daughter. <laughs> Wait, I'm not done with my no, little... No. Do you want the translation? Sorry. I, she said, close your mouth. I said, shut up. Yeah. All right, Matthew, please take us away. Uh, all right, this is just a quick thing. I don't know if anyone had seen this. It actually came out a couple weeks ago. Um, but then, so there's the new Top Gun movie coming out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Top Gun Maverick. Mm. And Paramount Pictures released a video of some of the filming they've been doing. And in the movie, they're using all real planes. So when the actors are in a scene where they're in a plane, they're, they're, all of the scenes are shot with them flying in a real fighter jet. I did cool. see that. Really? I think I saw an so, interview with Tom Cruise, and he said that. Yeah. He's, so all of their, like, facial expressions and everything, it's all very real because they're actually, like, experiencing, like, their face gets pulled all the over G-force. the G-force. The force and whatnot. What um, you- so this, this article says, uh, the makers of Top Gun Maverick have released a new video showing how the amazing flying footage was taken. What's amazing is in that in the age of computer-generated special effects, nearly all of the airplane flying in the upcoming sequel is real, except for one scene. Wow. Uh, the video released by Paramount Pictures shows how the U.S. Navy cooperated with filmmakers for the sequel of the iconic 1986 film. Not only did the Navy allow Tom Cruise and company to film on the aircraft carriers, the USS Theodore Roosevelt and USS Abraham Lincoln, they also flew F-A-18E and F-A-18F Super Hornets for the movie. Uh, Why do you they think... They have IMAX quality cameras in the cockpit, and let's see, it's uh, the film... This is how the film captures the illusion of Tom Cruise and other stars in the film actually flying the plane. The actors are actually in the plane. They're just sitting in the back seat while the real pilot is in the oh, I did cool. see that. And why do you think the Navy did that? Publicity. Because they, they just got brand new airplanes, and they're probably like, oh, okay, it doesn't really matter what you do to these. Recruiting. Every yeah. every every sure. uh, gal, too, but every guy that wants to be totally. like Tom Cruise is going to go, I want to join the Navy. I got a hot take yeah. question. Yeah. A hot take question means, like, for those of you that don't know, like, this could be controversial. I'm going to ask it. Oh, no. Hot Damn. take. Where did we do that last? Tom Cruise is still sexy. Yeah, he's he's not hard on the eyes. eyes Only while like playing volleyball. Uh, but uh, it's so hard to get over Just his put all beliefs. His, put all his weird stuff aside. Hot take. Tom Cruise is so All I've got to say. Yeah, if you like men who are five foot four. All I, I've got to say. He does like short guys. Hey. So Shut right, up. Guys. So do you. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Mom, you're always talking to McLaren about how, like, oh, it doesn't matter what this person believes. Like, and uh, now you're like, mm. I can't get behind he any Scientology, Scientology stuff. Scientology I'm sorry. I don't support birds. Scientology. I, I cannot but... get behind that. They are... Their beliefs are very messed up. I, I just I have I mean, a hard time with that. But that being said, I am seeing that movie. Yeah, because Tom <laughs> yeah. Cruise is sexy. <laughs> Mom my, my just wants to you watch him play volleyball sick, again. I feel like watching planes in a movie theater. You would be like, oh, she I'm would so be thinking, sick oh, Tom Cruise, I can At the it. time, I had to close my eyes. Yes. Matthew. Yes. Yes. Did mean. <laughs> what? 
did they say anything like did the did it take tom cruise a while to get like used to being in that because they are reckless and like did he get sick at all no, he's a oh, Scientologist. Yeah. Mom. They throw yeah, up all the time. You guys, I asked Matthew a question. Please let him answer. Thank you. Tourette's. In the video, they do show them, the actors, like, fe- like feeling sick. I don't think anybody throws up in it. But oh, my gosh. I mean, Ew. the amount of, they're getting just absolutely wrecked up there, getting pulled around. Yeah, because uh, it's, it, it's funny. You know, I would those, hit that. you know those pilots are doing it on purpose too when they first went up to go. Let's <laughs> oh, yeah. show these guys. Yeah. I watched a, I think it was a Top Gear with Richard Hammond and he put on a like a U.S. You know how they have like the suits and everything and they have the helmets. Yeah. And a lot of the times when you first put on the helmet and everything, it messes with your head so much because it's like you look around and it's like a display that people get extremely sick in them and it's like fifty pounds. Oh my gosh. And it was super See, funny because he, like, fainted. You have a big chair well, they, that she put you in. The movie looks super cool. Uh, and this video, you can find it on YouTube. Just look up Top Gun Maverick. And I think it's called, like, real flying footage or something like that. But uh, it was very interesting to watch. I think it'll make the movie more fun to actually see. Yeah. Who's the um, female lead? I have no idea. Okay. Because it was no, Kelly, I... not Kelly LeBrock, the gal from... Witness. It was Kelly. It's Tom Cruise. Let's see. Val Kilmer. I don't know who that is. Oh, yeah. Miles Teller. Jennifer Connelly. She plays single mother. Okay. Val (laughs) Kilmer played Iceman. No one knows who that is. Iceman is a man. In the original Top Gun. Iceman's a boy. No. I don't. I I've seen it, but I couldn't. I could even. Okay. Val, Ice Man's a guy. Val Kilmer also was one of the bad guys in Batman. Oh, I thought you said girl. Is there a female lead? I'm looking it up right now. In Top Gun, the teacher's female. I'm looking at cast, and Jennifer Connelly plays single mother. Monica Barbaro plays pilot trainee number two. Hmm. I don't see anybody that. The original came out in 1986. And it was uh, Kelly McGillis. That's who it was. Oh, that's right. I loved her hair. Anthony Edwards. That was really a great (laughs) cast. Anthony Edwards was Goose. Tom Skerritt was Viper. It was really. And everybody wanted that jacket. Meg Ryan. Oh, yeah. Everybody wanted (laughs) that jacket. And then every guy thought he could go play volleyball and look like Val Kilmer and Tom Cruise and all those guys out there. Slider. That's all we got. You stink. I have one more thing. I don't know if anybody happened to see this, but in the Canadian family feud, okay, they're going up to do, I don't know, I don't watch enough. I'm thinking the the, game show? No, but I'm thinking Trudeau's or something like that. I'm like, they've (laughs) got a fight going too? The first family No, I'm talking about like. Canadian Harvey. Yes. Thank you. The game show family feud. When they go up to do the question to see, like, who's going to get it or whatever, the both yep. teams with the buzzer, I don't know what it's called. Fast money? Yes. Fast money. No. no. It one doesn't person, matter. No, no. When they the start, lead. The lead. Let okay. me talk. Okay. Go. One person from each team, they both have their buzzer in front of them. Whoever hits the buzzer first gets to answer up on the screen. Yes, we know what it is. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't fast money. His... So it's a girl, a blonde girl, and a man. Okay. The um, announcer guy says, name Popeye's favorite food. She slams the buzzer. I think even before 
he finished. And she yells, yeah, chicken. And she's like, yeah, chicken, yeah, I got this. Good answer, good answer. And he's like, chicken. Nope. And the guy goes, spinach. Yep. Because she was thinking the chicken uh, Popeye's chicken, Popeye oh. the sailor man. but oh it was Popeye gosh. the sailor I, man. I would have thought the same thing. She thought you just as a short clip, chicken. but she thought she had it in the bag, and she's like, "Yeah, chicken." And then after he said spinach, she's like, "Oh my gosh, I thought it was the chicken place." <laughs> it was really funny. Family funny. Feud has provided That's so many great nice. audio. There was there's another one with Steve Harvey where they uh, say name some. Uh, a name that starts with an H, and the lady buzzes in and says, Jose. 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 <laughs> yes. yes. I love that. Not like Henry or something. Right, it's like right. Jose. It's pretty good. Oh, All right, who's next? That, we all that's went. A wrap. We yeah. all went already? That's a wrap, Jack. Yeah, well, how are we on for time? We are at 55 minutes and oh, 44 Lord. seconds. Giving you guys an hour of wonderful audio pleasure. Pretty darn close to We get to, to bring huh? Gabe to school on a Sunday now. Yes. Yep. Yeah. He did this podcast sitting here in his uniform. Woo-woo. He's going to mm-hmm. go sell his school to all the new prospects who yep. come to look today. So good Welcome luck with to that the game. Academy. Yep. Thank you. I, I I'm going to go hang out outside in my shorts and t-shirt. Oh, and don't down. drop, Matthew. Yeah, what are you going to do? I don't know. We're going to go for a walk, I think. How romantic. Yeah, yeah. That's romantic. Holding hands in the north end. You, you and Brannick? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. Hey, and tell me, uh, after at 730 Tavern, when did when did the crowd really just, when was the sale out of the crowd there? Because I saw you guys doing Skull. It looked very festive. And yes, then. We did, we did one last Skull chant <laughs> with about, I don't know. 10 seconds left in the game. Just as a closeout, uh, everyone was in pretty good spirits. You went into the game knowing that the 49ers were a superior football team. By far. Take some, uh, some mistakes for us to be able to win it. So it was fun, very fun atmosphere. Everybody was very into it. Uh, but the vibe was somber. And now you all have scoliosis. Yes. Oh, scoliosis. That's Sophia's joke. I can't take credit for that one. Uh, one, <laughs> one of the best cartoons I saw on, uh, or responses I saw on Twitter was Lucy uh, Charlie Brown in the air after Lucy pulled the football away. And the quote was, GD Viking fans, they did it to us again. Yep. <laughs> Okay, that, yep. that was it. That was just one. Yeah, that's one a wrap, frame. that looks like. All right, Matthew, enjoy your Play warm weather. Thing. I wish we would have gotten that about three or four days ago, but have fun. We'll talk to you later. All right, sounds good. See All right, guys. love you. Bye. All right. Mateo, no esta. Goal for next year. Start school. Goal. Goal. 2020, baby. Goal. This is your year, Vikes. Goal. We like that. Do we root for the Packers now? So <laughs> Do we root for the Packers now? I feel bad for you, Sophia. No, yeah, I want I'm the McLaren. Seahawks. I never root for the yeah, Packers. McLaren, you cool like Seahawks. that. I'm Jose. Seahawks. I like the colors of their uniform. You like that, McLaren? Funny. Word. All right, I we'll do. catch you next time. We are all over social media. I mean, this is crazy where we are. 
the podcast fam. Just Google Table Talk and find out how to drop us a line. We're on all sorts of different social media. People are stopping us in the streets. Streets. I mean, hey. Asking for pictures, autographs, and... Putting us in these igloos. You know, hey, here's your fine dining experience. To the point where I'm at Target and it's like, I hope no one recognizes me because I'm famous. Joe Maurer keeps calling me. I mean, Joe, lay off. We're ending this now. I'll cover you all off. What, do you got a date? Hey. 